Hello and welcome to Bible Truth Feed. You know, there are many, many questions asked about the Bible and we're running a series at the moment called Bible Q&A. Now, these are short little audio takes and they attempt to answer um, questions that have been posed by an audience previously. So this first one is, what does iron sharpeneth iron really mean? This was uh, given at the Rugby Ecclesia in the UK um, and I hope you find it interesting. Thanks for listening and again, as always, if you've got any comments, please leave us a message or leave your comment in the available area. Thank you. So really we're trying to focus on this idea of sharpening in the question, whether it's a positive or a negative attribute to sharpen iron and to sharpen the countenance of a friend. Proverbs 27 verse 17. I thought it was quite interesting that when you look at that word sharpeneth in the Hebrew, it occurs six times, twice in the verse, Proverbs 27 verse 17, three times in Ezekiel 21, and once in Habakkuk. If you could turn with me to Ezekiel 21. I don't particularly understand Ezekiel 21, but we want to see how it is used in the context of sharpening. Because it's used three times in verses 9, 10, and 11. That same word, sharpeneth, we saw in Proverbs. So verse 8 of Ezekiel 21, again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, prophesy and say, thus saith the Lord, say, a sword, a sword is sharpened and also furbished. It is sharpened to make a sore slaughter. It is furbished that it may glitter. Should we then make mirth? It contemneth the rod of my son as every tree. And he hath given it to be furbished that it may be handled. This sword is sharpened and it is furbished to give it into the hand of the slayer. And so in the context there of Ezekiel, the sword is made ready, it is sharpened so that it is fit for purpose. It is for the great slaughter or sore slaughter, as it says. And so the iron, sharpening iron, really is about making it fit for purpose. My mind then raced with that in mind to Hebrews and chapter 4. Well, we we know the words concerning the sword, which we read uh, uh, Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And so we sharpen one another with the word of God. We make ourselves fit for purpose with the word of God. And I suppose it's nice for us just to consider for a few moments our exhortation for ourselves there. That are we doing that towards one another? Are we sharpening one another? Making ourselves ready, fit for purpose with the word of God. Of course... The counter-exhortation is, if it's a different tool or a wrong tool, then the blade can be ruined. And there's a lesson in that about who we use and who we speak to to sharpen ourselves. 
But there's a second point that I wanted to bring out, and, and that was concerning the idea of, well, what is the process of sharpening? Well, the process of sharpening is it's a refining. It's making that uh, blade, so to speak, it's removing the metal material to get it back to its former state, to straighten it in some cases, to get it back to its best. And again, I mentioned earlier that this word sharpening is used six times. The other use is in Habakkuk 1 and verse 8. And there it's rendered as the word fierce or severe. And I think there's a, another lesson for us in that, isn't there? That sometimes we need that same process. Maybe that's what this sharpening is. In fact, if you go back to Proverbs 27, earlier in the very same chapter, in verse 6, it says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. And we could say, well, isn't that a contradiction? How do we do that? Well, it's the correcting of one another in love, isn't it? Not to destroy a brother or a sister. It's a correcting tool. That's the refining that we all need to go through just as a blade might need to be sharpened. And so there is a second exhortation in that proverb, I believe, that we are to sharpen, we are to refine each other unto godliness, working and helping each other, developing our characters and our personalities, not just to make us better, but so that we are fit for the kingdom. And in connection with that, my last verse that I'd like to turn to is in Hebrews and chapter 12, Again, probably words we know fairly well. Hebrews 12 and verse 11. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Hebrews 12 and verse 11. And so the question was, is this sharpening a positive or a negative experience? Well, depending on how you look at it, it could be both. But ultimately, it's positive, isn't it? So that we yield the fruit of righteousness. Mm -hmm.